0: All right, welcome to another episode of Beneath the Surface. We are back for another week. Derek, how you doing, bro? Hey,
1: what's going on, Paul? How y'all doing out there? <sighs> bro, I'm doing good, man. Good, man. Let me
0: ask you something. How are you really doing? Like mentally, like your mental health, how are you doing? Mental health is good, bro. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Do you, Yo, uh um, why,
1: why do you ask? What do you mean? Do I
0: sound like I'm, I'm a little off
1: or something? No, no.
0: I just think I was listening to, uh, I was listening to someone, I guess... So there's a girl, Jazz Fly, who recently committed suicide. Oh. She was uh, like a producer on a show. She's, um, I listened to her on a podcast before. She's, I mean, it's not like she had her stuff together. All of her friends, they said like she was the strong friend. Like she was the one you go to for advice. It's kind of sound like she really had just a lot of, um, a lot of life under her belt. Like she's, she just sound like somebody who's figured a lot of things out. And then at the age of like 40, 41, I think, like 40. she commits suicide. And it's like, you know, sometimes that goes back to that whole like check on your strong friend. Like, are you, oh, yeah. do you consider yourself a strong friend for
1: a lot of people? I do, man. I do. I consider myself a strong friend. Um, <clears throat> I mean, not to be like egotistical, but... I try to, I try well, to keep it coming. together. <laughs> no, I try to keep it together, bro. I try to keep it together. I mean, but listen, I feel like so in for you, man. Like, this, um, even for you, I mean, I, well, how are you doing? Are you doing okay, Paul? Are you good? Don't be lying to me. Don't lie to all of us over here. Let us know the truth. How you doing, bro? I am good in the
0: sense that I don't feel like I would ever harm myself okay but I do have my days, bro of course of course no I got some I get I get rough days and I am like that friend that I don't really like to um just like open up about stuff
1: sure 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 I got you and
0: I think some of that comes from I think I think the strong friend doesn't really reach out maybe because they feel like they can handle it or hey if I'm helping other people and I know like I've been through stuff like probably worse than who am I really going to talk to about this? You know, like who's really going to get it, you know, or maybe they feel like, Hey, I understand most things. So it's kind of hard for me to go talk to someone when I know they're, they're not going to understand on the same level as me. And they just, you know, they receive, 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 and don't ever like give, you know, Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, um, that's, that's interesting, bro, because I didn't really think about this until just now when you said that. Um, I, uh, I'm good. I'm really good. But I, I did notice that uh, last week when we were had um, our podcast and even um, leading up to the podcast, it was a little rough. And a week before that was a little rough. But one thing that I was lacking, and that was meditation. You know what I mean? I feel that, yeah, when you're working and you got all this stuff that's going on in your, in your life and society, um, it can get a little stressful, you know, for you. But you got to have something to like de-stress <clears> or <throat> something to, to center you, because if not, you can get you can get um, you can kind of like get off the ground, you know, get in the get in the clouds, whether it be the clouds in your mind or get around, you know, get all in social media and the Internet and what's going on. And um you don't you 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 know you you have that you feel with that that term where it says i'm not grounded i want to be grounded and um for me uh i know when i'm not i I know when i'm not uh i'm missing something right like like if i if i'm a little if i'm a little more aggressive to normal if i'm a little more patient to normal if i'm you know if if i get a little if i have a little short temper i know that there's a part of me that needs to um that's, that's missing. And that tool for me to be grounded is meditation. Um, and so I think that's that's uh, that's what's been helping me is that.
0: I think there is a, uh, a misconception about people who commit suicide is that they're mentally weak. And I really don't feel that's always the case. You know, I think it's kind of hard to understand what some people are going through uh, at the depth they feel it. And you know, to see when you see people that from the outside, you look at like man, they're strong. They have a they have a spiritual side to them, they're hard workers, yeah. they do this, that, they have a family who love them, they have a support system, like what why what, what happened? Like why'd do they do it? You know? And you look at some people will say like, oh, they're selfish for doing that or they're weak for doing that. And um I've always looked at it like Maybe because I had like some bouts with depression where I understand the mm-hmm. feeling of maybe somebody wanting to do that. Um, like I said, personally, I've never, I couldn't imagine like harming myself, but like I don't think that Gypsy Kalina understand like what they felt in the time that they were living that they're weak for for going out that way. That's just, yeah. it's just one of those things, man. It's, um, so since since we've been on COVID, like there's been a huge spike in suicides. Um, for whatever reason, a lot of people. I think we talked about this like early on during COVID that there's been um, a lot of people going to have to look at themselves in the mirror. A lot of people going to have to face uh, the realities of when you can't just bury yourself in your work or you know, you can't just like I don't know. You can't really. You don't have that escape anymore. It can get, yeah. the voices can get a little loud. You know what I'm saying? And um, I think that's happening, man. Mental health is still a major thing in this country that I think we just don't really address. You know, it's it's behind so much. It's, 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 it's the root cause to a lot of issues, bro. Like when you look at violence in this country, yeah. mental health, these mass shootings all come back to mental health. You can even say racism is a form of mental health disease, yeah. dude. People, that's, that's internal, that's self-hatred. The fact that you hate somebody else because of the way they look, because of the color of their skin, yeah. because of their religion, you know, like, you got problems, bro. Maybe you need to be educated, but there's a lot of this always come back to mental health, and this one thing in this country, man, we just don't, like, put the resources behind yeah. enough. Yeah. So many people got anxiety, so many people suffer from depression, there's PTSD, and don't just think of PTSD like, oh, I was in the military and bombs were exploding, got my hand blown off. So now, like, I freak out when there's a firecracker. Like, people get PTSD because they potentially got raped or almost got raped, or they seen like yeah. the best friend or somebody close to them get killed. Or like, there's a multitude of reasons why someone can have like a mental health disorder, like PTSD or depression yeah. or anxiety. And um, man, I think we just got to start having more conversations, like just be honest with each other, like, how you doing? Like, honestly, like, how are you feeling, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I agree, man. I think that um, it's important to have those conversations, but I, even for every, every individual as well, they have to be able to um, seek out ways and tools that they can use in case they get a little uh, off the ground. Because, um, yeah, man, I, I mean, just looking at it in my own life, if um if I ever had, you know, if I was ever if I was ever angry or whatever like that, I know when I'm I'm kind of letting it go a little bit, and meditation has always been that thing to ground me. Even so, well, what was going on, man? In in society, just to sit down and just be grateful for what you have, to count your blessings, man, and then just to um, sit in solitude, meditate maybe pray, and um and pray for healing, and um just for the negativity to to kind of cease, and for us to find a resolution that's peaceful and to bring love back in society just to sit down and pray on these things to put those intentions out into the world it brings that level of calmness to you you know what i'm saying and that's exactly that's, a, that's what that's like the tonic that a lot of people need is just to sit back and count their blessings man and put their intentions out for other people so um i'm sorry to hear that man what happened to that to that girl man but i i I think the lady i'm sorry but um everybody needs to be able to find tools that they can use uh not just when they're happy man but when they get down when they get depressed what can they do to bring themselves up or to maintain themselves or to put their focus on something positive
0: yeah hey do you think like uh the education system should that should be part of the curriculum for like elementary school starting off there should be you know like you got pe and you got science and math and history and social studies like maybe you should have meditation like like part of something for mental health maybe you should have um where a moment where you just sit in silence to practice stillness like five minutes a day for the kids like maybe this should be practiced like taught so you're already developing these skills that's going to benefit you so much in the long Run. Just like you have, like, yeah, you got to learn basic arithmetic because that's going to benefit you in life. When you're out in the workplace, you got to learn um, how to read and write. Well, you should also know how to do some things that are going to benefit your spirituality your peace of mind. Like, okay, you know how to meditate. We've been practicing this since first grade. You know how to get still and get quiet and kind of let everything go. We've been practicing this since first grade. Like having, And, you know, these things don't take too much time, right? I mean, we're talking about, like, 20 minutes a day. But that, over so many years, you give people that strong foundation. So, by the time they are, like, out of high school, 18, like, imagine how much better the world would be, dude.
1: I agree, man. You couldn't say it no better, man. You hit it right on the head, man. Um, I think that (laughs) there's two things that I've always thought that schools, you know, in our school system, our school system isn't perfect. But there's two things I've always thought that, would really be beneficial to, to, to students well match actually three things one is to um, if we learn how to use our imagination our imagination we're not taught to use our imagination to visualize what we want if we were taught that in school what that would do to to children if we if, if, if we could learn that um, two is meditation um, mindful work right the mindful work and um, three is money. If we were taught in school at a young age on how to, how, what money is, how to use it, um, I think there would be less debt, there would there'd be more conscious spenders, um, but we weren't taught those things. We weren't taught financials, we weren't taught mindfulness, we are not taught uh, how to use our imagination. And the irony is, like, those things tend to be the most important. If you can't cultivate your mind or train your mind or, or focus your mind, then you'll mess up a lot of stuff in life. Yeah, I
0: mean, that's why people, I know we like to think of America as the land of opportunity, which it is, you know, I would not say it's not the land of opportunity. But in reality, there's a very small percentage of people who move out of their socioeconomic status from birth to death. Like, typically, if you're born poor, probability is you're going to die poor, relatively speaking. Statistically, you're born wealthy. probability is you're gonna die and that's why we really don't shift a whole lot of like we don't we don't really narrow that wealth gap um between the poor and the rich like you're getting a bigger middle class now you know but the middle class is ranging from you know yeah it's ranging small to you know higher but you're not really seeing anyone really jump you know that's causing like these generational um leaps from the way they were raised like it's People do it, no doubt about it People do it, but the percentage is not As, as large as you think it is And so I just say that to say Like the stuff you were talking about Like teaching about money, like life skills You know, like even I think mental health Like meditation, stuff like that is a life skill um, Taxes, like certain things that You're gonna, is gonna be more beneficial Than learning freaking geometry, bro Learning freaking uh Whatever else, I don't know stuff they teach in high school that was just like just over yet but there are certain things that certain families they do talk about with their kids they do talk but but for those that don't have that opportunity because they're already coming from like this poor background where they weren't educated about it like it would be so much beneficial if they had that at least in the school to kind of help level the playing field a little bit even though it's not level it still wouldn't be level, but it would help a little bit. Yeah. The odds. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I agree. I agree, man. Um, Yeah, man, it's those, that's, that's one of our, that's one of the things in our education system where uh, maybe it's done on purpose or whatever. But, um, I think that kind of back to what we spoke about last week about, um, things are not always going to be perfect in America, but it's our choice, you know, as, 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 um, the parents of the of the of the of the of the, the, the new generation the millennial parents and stuff we've got to we once we find the information about what works because we've got google once we get that information man we've got to begin to use that and utilize that in our in our family so um yeah the schools aren't going to teach you about money so you learn about money and you teach your children that they're not going to teach you about meditation so you do it at home um i've been kind of intentional about about you know Having some type of uh, a home education um, where you know, I take time with the kids and kind of talk about things, and um, I got plans to to get a whiteboard and and have, uh, let's say maybe once a week a topic that I talk to them about. That's they're not going to talk about in school, right? They're not gonna they're not gonna learn about maybe philosophy right away. Um, yeah, I may learn about Socrates and stuff in college or whatever like that, but some of, the, some of the basic philosophies to help the everyday man, things that Napoleon Hill spoke about, you know, these type of things about money, um, and some of the different principles we learned and um, you will learn in some of the books you've read, like I've read, uh, I think they'd be crucial to start, you know, feeding into the the, the youth now. Um, and so that's just a proactive step I'm taking. But I encourage all parents to do that, you know, young and old, whatever it is, man. Um, Don't leave your children, don't leave yourself or your children, don't leave it up to the education system for them to um, give you everything you need, because they're not. That's not how the system is designed. It is a system.
0: You have to know that. It it is. It is. uh, But it's unfortunate. I think if we were able to somehow change the system to be sort of a catch-all when Because there's a lot of messed up parents out here, bro. There's a lot of parents that don't got a lot of sense. And it's, you know, they're not really fit to be parents. And unfortunately, you know, they got a small, impressionable life that they should be responsible for. But when that happens, it'd be nice to say, man, at least the school is somewhat taking care of these kids. In some cases, it does. But you know, a lot of cases you got redlining that happens in certain cities that's designed to keep certain kids of a certain uh, economic background, going to like the lower income or poor budget schools, um, schools that don't really have resources, school with low test scores. And if you're wealthy, then your school, you can go to a school that's rated like a nine or a 10 and um, which you, you already got the leg up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, we have to, I don't know, man, there has to be like this deep change. Just like we have to have a major reform with uh, police and the judicial system, there also needs to be a major reform within the education system.
1: Yeah. But that's, long, that's a long time Levels.
0: For
1: yeah, sure. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Nah, you're right, man. I I, there, I, I agree. 100%, man. Um, but, you know, I mean, I don't know, Paul. I've always thought of as, a, as a system, you know? And um, if you think about it, if it's a system... The system is pretty much designed to make employees, to make people um, complacent, to follow orders. Do you, how how do you think that would change? I mean, you know, where where do you think it would start? I mean, would it, would it, would there have to be like an uprising with teachers? Um, No, I don't
0: think it's, I don't think that's necessarily the case. I think, um, I think the building blocks, I think that's more of what I'm referring to. You know, like the building blocks, the, the exposure to certain things.
1: Like what about, tra- what about charter schools? schools then? Charter schools are, don't they do that? Don't they have their own kind of like curriculum? They, they well, uh, charter schools
0: have like the worst kids, bro.
1: Yeah, charter is expensive. What are you talking about?
0: Yeah, but this they're terrible, man. Like I know, I know a principal of a charter school, and I like guess it's, it's it's bad, man. It's all bad. She's like over in Colton. Oh, yeah. No, but
1: well, hey, man. I think
0: some can be good, but it depends. Like, yeah, charter schools are privately funded, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, privately funded. Um, if if there was a charter school that well, can you have a charter school like chain? Like, can there be multiple charter schools under the same name? I don't know. I think LeBron started a
0: charter school where he's doing like all these great things. But I mean, he's one man with you know only but so much resources that it's basically a lottery. Pick to get in there but yeah. I you mean have, he's providing a lot of well he's providing a lot of resources to kids that don't have a lot of money you know like that's his mission Which is doing great work man I respect LeBron James for doing that but I don't know man I think we're dealing with the public uh, education system it's just going to be uh, it's going to be imbalanced you know the wealthy will get preferential treatment. And I mean, we talked about racism in in this country and there is definitely thousand percent racism exists, but just as much there's classism and classism is basically designed to keep the wealthy wealthy and the poor poor. And it works, man. It's very effective. People are doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that if there's an, if there's a surge in charter schools and um, they start to get more popularity, I mean, Maybe they lower the cost so that more kids. Maybe they have a certain uh, way they get in. Maybe not necessarily with money all the time, right? I know money's important, but um, maybe there's if there's some other qualifications that they may use. Maybe because I mean, think of it like this, man. There are doctors that um, they work, you know, Monday through Friday or whatever like that. They do their doctor work in hospitals, and then every so often they go off and do some work somewhere else in another country for free and they have like this missionary like servant uh thing they do to go and serve people that can't afford a hospital or whatever like that so maybe a charter school if the charter school has money um maybe once or twice a month or something they 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 hold uh like a lottery or something where kids that don't have the money but they have good good test scores or good whatever could still join in on um joining the charter school, and they can kind of get in that way. I um, think you're
0: confusing charter schools with private schools. Private schools are, like, those are the ones you're talking about, where they cost, they're expensive to go to. They um, um, Typically, you're going to have parents that that have some, so they it's have private some money, they got some I, resources. I may have, private I may school, have. not charter school. Charter schools are a piece of crap. My bad. I mean, private schools. Private schools are, yeah, legitimate, man. But, you know, they cost a fortune, paying like 30 grand a year.
1: Yeah, see, we got to, I mean, I don't know. We got to. Parents. We got to, we got to. Maybe there's, maybe there's there's an opportunity there. Maybe there's an opportunity to make a, a private school more affordable. I think, you know, I don't know if the kids in private schools are eating filet mignon for lunch. I don't know but
0: was well, designed to be expensive because that's what's going to separate that's to go back to the classism that's what's going to separate certain people not attending we don't want we want our kids around other wealthy successful families they're going to grow up and still be part of that wealth as opposed See? to let everyone come in like now you just know better than a public school
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? See, that's, that's, and that's, maybe there's, there in lies the opportunity to come up with a private school that wasn't solely based on money. I mean, money, of course, some money, but it wouldn't be as high to get in. But yeah, there may be other areas that you would have to excel in to be accepted. So they have some, they have some, like the STEM
0: schools, um, science, technology, engineering, math, like they have the STEM schools where it is based on testing. You can go. They had used to, They used to be called like gate schools. Or so if you're a gate, you you just scored um, like higher test scores, so you got qualified to go to like a better school. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. those yeah. things exist for sure.
1: Okay, yeah, something like that. I mean, I, I, I think there's an opportunity here, man. There, were, there somewhere if we could find it, um, that could give kids potential, man, to, to to go. But we once again, it'll take an entrepreneur or somebody that came up from the streets or something like that to design something like that you know and, and and not just leave it up to the wealthy and, and the rich whatever you know and um devise way. but i'm i know there's opportunity i can already tell yeah yeah, yeah. Just, just like walmart walmart hey oh, I, how successful walmart is walmart's like look we're gonna make big big um a big store and make and put a lot of uh different brands inside at a lower cost and let the people choose let the, let the advertisers and the vendors fight for the customers um in a sense and put it all in one stop and look how successful they are they got their super WalMarts everywhere now so um if we did something similar with, with with private schooling who knows man i think we could we could have something going on good there yeah for sure hmm. i do okay
0: all right man so i don't know how we get down that rabbit hole bro but <laughs> that's a good good talk yeah what um got?
1: <sighs> I think let's it was dig that, a little deeper was that dig a little deeper or not i mean it could be you got something else for digging a little deeper? Uh no, I I was, I mean I thought that was a pretty good uh, uh, topic to talk about. Okay, yeah, I th- I mean we we hell we uh we we spent a good good amount of time on it so. All right, cool man. Well, we can move on. What do
0: you okay. what's, uh What's okay. up next?
1: Okay, um, so so there was a uh um on a segment of shedding a little bit of a light, there was a um something I thought that was pretty cool, man. In Minneapolis, there was a school that um, they were trying to do a food drive for people that um, they had developed developed like a, um, a not a, a school's work, but they had like <clears throat> a parking lot full of, uh, of food. And they were trying to give back to the community because of all the, the, the neighbors that were impacted by the looting of the stores that had been closed down and they would not believe how much of uh, donations they actually got. People drove in from all over the place to donate food, and they end up turning up so much food that not only did it cover the school parking lot and the school, but they had to actually use a, a neighboring park to put all the stuff in. And, you know... Wait, the, what, what what were they donating food for? They were, they were, they were uh, developing a food drive for just the neighbors like like the neighborhood because a lot of people that are impacted um by the the looting in minneapolis the stores are closed or they they can't get food so a school wanted to make a food drive just to give food back to the people in the community just to help them out you see what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and um it turned out that they got so much love and support from people all over the, the 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 you know even from different counties and stuff like that donating food to the school to help them with their food drive that they had to actually um use a neighboring park a park mm-hmm. just to hold all the food and um a lot of the community came in in lines and stuff and they were just um very appreciative of what was going on um and there were just droves and droves of people coming in and not only getting food, but also droves of people donating. So it 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 was another uh, a beautiful thing where the community got together um, to try and just help these people that's been impacted in, in Minneapolis. Um, yeah, but do you think it was the same the same like the protesters still helping out like other? I mean, it's probably the same group, right? Could be. No, no, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it was protesters that were doing it or whatever. But I know like the, the same
0: people for like the Black Lives Matter movement or maybe the same people donating
1: all the food. It's possible, or it could just be, it could just be uh, people from the city and surrounding cities know that Minneapolis is like ground zero, and they know they're gonna be hurting the most. So people wanted to kind of give back. People may understand that, yeah, things got a little rough, things a little crazy, but yet still, people still gotta eat. And so, you know, I mean, hell, if it, it in our case, if it broke out, if, if Minneapolis was, um, if Minneapolis was Ontario, you know, it was a neighboring city, maybe we would be going to donate to them too as well, because it's a neighboring city. And, and this is where the, you know, the real spark of change really begin. Um, and just want to show love and support for the people that don't have stores and stuff, you know, for whatever reason. Um, but it turned out a beautiful thing, man. There's so many people giving back to Minneapolis and helping the community, bro, with food and stuff that, um it's a beautiful thing man i mean you know what, what do you think, think about you, that i think you find that a lot when it comes to any
0: uh if there's tragedy or chaos or yeah. whatever the case you always see the best of humanity after we're like we're like a rainbow after the storm you know what i mean Like yeah. you always see that do you see that when it comes to like a natural disaster when it was like hurricane katrina or if there's like a major earthquake or with the pandemic how people were donating giving back Um, I think innately humans are good people most of us majority people are good people so it doesn't surprise me to hear something like that that people want to help people want to give back and do anything they can like um, people are hard times I think it's easy to consume so much negativity in this world that you think like man everyone's just full of shit or they're terrible people but in reality man I think most people they want to help out. They want to give back when they can. And um, yeah, man, like you see what's happening now. Like the whole world is coming together right now, dude. It's, like you see, I've seen New Zealand protesting. Paris, France, dude, had like the biggest protest ever about this whole Black Lives Matter movement, you know, in regard to what's happening. Um, downtown LA today had 35,000 people protesting in the street, bro. You know, like you see people come together during this these hard times, and uh, unfortunately, I don't want to, you know, we're not going to have a whole nother episode based on um, Black Lives Matter and what we think about uh, the movement and the protest and what's happening, but there was another, unfortunately, another innocent, um, I want to say, undeservingly killed Black man by the hands of uh, a police officer yesterday, uh, Rashard uh, Brooks, I believe his name was. Mm-hmm. Yeah sleeping in the Wendy's parking lot. I had heard
1: heard something about that, but I didn't didn't hear, I didn't get the scoop one because I'm not like, you know how I am. I'm not really always in the news. He had a
0: few too many and so he pulled over and went to sleep in the Wendy's parking lot and the police, um, the Wendy's, people called the police on him and like, hey, there's a guy sleeping in the parking lot in his car. And so, police roll up on him he gets out and they start asking him questions. Hey, well, how much you had to drink? You know, I had a couple of Margaritas. All right, just a couple? What what kind of margaritas were they? He's having a full on conversation with these guys. Complying? can we pat you down? Yeah, that's fine, you can pat me down. You do this breathalyzer for us? Sure, I'll do the breathalyzer, then start questioning again. Well, we don't think you're fit to drive. He's like, well, I'll walk. My sister lives down the street. Like, I don't want any problem. I'll just walk to my sister's house. And they're like, no, nah, actually, we're gonna need you to come with us. And so they attempt to uh, cuff him. And then when they try to cuff, cuff him, he starts resisting arrest and starts fighting with the police officers like trying to get away and so they're on the ground scuffling all of a sudden he like gets up uh, while they're on the ground he starts running and then they just man. shot him in the back killed him bro so man it's sad yeah. man it's sad And so like yeah. you, you thought like hey we're at the tail end of this whole you know people the people have spoken we've displayed the power of the people but dude this is a never ending but like people you, it's not the time to let up because yeah it, it, it won't still' it w- constantly happening man
1: yeah it won't it, we won't let it. I mean you know as long as as long as stuff like that keeps happening man unfortunately um, but we will we will persevere man you know um, but you know that's that's the the, the thing about um, the thing about it man is that even though there's some unfortunate stuff that's happening um for the most part, we're still pretty solid together. We're still doing things together, um, helping those in need when we, when, you know, whenever the ruckish, the commotion ends, we're helping those in need. Um, unfortunately, I, I I, don't think that it's going to be hunky-dory right away, but um, together, man, together, we're going to have to, we'll, we'll, we'll stand um, the test of it, man. And um, the light may be that we may find so much more unity um once all this is said and done man um who knows where who knows where to go but ultimately i think that man what would the world be like afterwards like when this all said it was all settled how will we see each other maybe 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 after so long we won't see so much black and white anymore even though there might be some i'm not gonna say it's it's gonna be completely gone but you know Come when on, you got bro. when you got so many when you got so many so many blacks and browns and whites together doing something together. Who knows how that will affect our perception? We you know I I I, I, I for one can't can't um, um, I can't I can't overlook the thought that we could it could bring us so much closer together as people. Like you know what I mean because. Uh, I mean, I've seen some stuff too, as well. Where I mean, not to get to, not to, we're going down to the black light. <laughs> it's, it's, it's easy to go down, down here right it now. Is, because it is, it's, but it's so at the yeah, forefront of like our, our mind, yeah, bro. It's but, it's so easy. Yeah, but I I've, I've seen more acts of unity happening, where people are doing a process, of course, but they're saying, hey, this is what democracy looks like. This is what democracy looks like it's when we're all band together, and so um, that light at the end of that far tunnel could be that we're closer as, uh, as, as, as Americans after all this stuff happens. You know, we're, we're closer as Americans um, because of it. Because we're all standing up together, man, and we're all fighting together. Um, and uh, yeah, man, I think that it, it's, it can be a beautiful thing once we get through all this turtling crap. Yeah, It's twofold. I think
0: we are all coming together but we're also all realizing that there's a lot of work to do. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Oh there's, yeah. I think people's eyes are just starting to open up a little bit. There's a lot of work to do with race relations in this country, how the system is, you know, to say it's not broken. It's designed to do exactly what it's been doing, the divide to keep people at a certain level in this country. And we have to basically break it and rebuild the system as yeah. in a, in a totally new way, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, Change is hard, transitions is hard. There's a lot of growing pains, there's a lot of things we're gonna to have to strip away. And um, it may be turbulent, it's got it's turbulent, but uh, anything of value takes great sacrifice. And uh, we'll have to slowly but surely weed out and stand up and fight for the type of America that we want, brother. So, um, you know. There is, there is, I think there is light at the, I know there's light at the end of the tunnel, man. And I just imagine how we will all be, how we will see each other. Um, You know, I, 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 i thinking it back to when the Twin Towers happened, man. And all that stuff happened in New York. Man, how did Americans feel? Like, I don't know. We were just, it was just different. We really kind of was like, we kind of wake up call saying like, man, we're, we're really in this together, man. Like that attack wasn't just like attack on the tower. It was a, It was a wake-up call for all Americans, and um, I think that this, too, as well, is a wake-up call for all Americans to really take a a strong eye at um, the police force, man. And so long as the police keep doing this reckless stuff, it's going to slowly... come to a more stern uh, uh, judgment amongst the police force, man, and more pressure on, you know, the police chief and all the other stuff to to really crack down on it, so. um, Yeah, I was
0: talking to my buddy yesterday, um, and we had, you know, we had a couple beers, we hung out, we talked about everything, and he's he's a white guy, man, and he totally was, like, in full support of, like, Black Lives Matter, and he's, like, you know, he's, he's standing up to racism, even people he's talking to people in his own circles that, yeah. you know, he hears things and he's like, now I'm just like, no, like, I ain't, I'm not letting it ride anymore. Like, right here, people talking about it, like, I'm going to say, I'm going to say something, you know? Yeah. But, um, we were talking about policing and, I mean, the world knows there's good cops and bad cops. We all know that there's good protesters and bad protests. Yeah, there's good and bad everything in the world, right? Um, but in terms of policing, how there needs to be levels to this shit like why are we calling police like the type of police that should go out to investigate a man sleeping in his car should not be the same police that's like going out to like like, gang violence in an inner city that has to go like now they gotta go out there weapons drawn like there should be levels to this shit like you should have more training for certain police officers. Like, there should be tiers. Like, tier one, maybe you can't even carry a gun. You know, you're out here to de-escalate situations. You have, like, certain basic, like, weaponry that's non-lethal and you take care of things that... So you're not going to end up killing someone. And there should be another level, okay, well, there is a level of hostility. There's weapons present. This level of police, they've been trained how to de-escalate Situations they've been trained how to, um, like, in certain tactical training. And their call maybe it requires like two years of training to become this type of police officer to get level two. And then you got like that level three or whatever, like SWAT or whatever. I mean, but to the fact that, you know, three months of academy and you're all out here, just, you know, some people are more scared because they never grew up living amongst the inner city around these people to really identify with them. You never lived in the inner city. You never hung around like certain people. So you got a certain idea that, oh man, they're just dangerous. Oh, look at him, I can tell. This guy's up to no good. As opposed to like a person like me, or like even Art, who's a police officer. You know, he grew up, you know, with people that, you know, that, that look like criminals, but he understood like, oh, these are these are cool people. So he's probably not going to make that mistake. He's not going to be out here like super timid and scared to, to just pull his weapon out and shoot somebody like right off the bat. But, you know, there's there needs to be more psychological evaluations. There needs to be more training on how to de-escalate situations, man. There has to be certain levels of police officers out here, yeah. man. Like some that go out and deal with DUIs, others that are dealing with like major violence, that where weapons are present, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. I don't know how we got on that topic, man. But like, it's all good. Oh, it's easy to go down again. Yeah, it's all good. Easy. It's all good.
1: No, you got a good point, man. Hopefully, they they can. Um, that might be something for the future, man. Um, you know. So, um, nah, but good points, bro. Um, let's uh let's look at uh, moments of truth. So I know we kind of missed that one for a while, and uh, we're trying to get back to 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 some of those um those insights that you, you and i have aside from everything that's going on um what have you uh what, what have you seen or, or or heard uh in your life um aside from this chaos that's going on that's really kind of made a uh, like an aha moment to you i was listening to a podcast about uh this
0: business guy he's a ceo okay His name's like uh his name's, he changed his name to Vincent, but it's like Vincent, the Indian guy. Vincent? Uh, Vincent? Uh, I forget Vishen. his name. Something like that, dude. Okay. But he was talking, he just came back from a recent, he's an engineer by trade, a CEO of a business, very analytical man, but he had just came back from an ayahuasca trip. And uh, like he runs his business completely different now. He runs his business off intuition. Hey. There is no more hey. data and blah, blah. He's like, he says something that was kind of like a moment of truth when he's just like, data is, data is the past. Like you're analyzing things that happen to help you predict what's going to happen, you know. When you run off intent, uh, not intention, um, Intuition. intuition you're, you're going off your instinct, You you now you become a visionary when you're, when you're operating your business amid intuition. He's like, you know, you go with what you feel. Like, he's merging the two worlds of business mm. and the sort of, like, spirituality mm. and he's thriving, dude. Like, he's excelling. I'm just like, I want to apply that because I feel like that's exactly what I need. Like, I don't look at, so in the real estate world, man, everyone has, like, these, these hierarchy of, like, heroes in the real estate world. Like, Old like Tom Ferry and blah blah blah. Whoever these guys are, they all like aspire to be them. They pay like money, coaching and blah, blah blah. But I see myself like I very I resonated with him. Like I want to be that type of businessman. I want to be someone who's like constantly working on the journey within. Yeah. So I can like be so much better for the world, like, in every aspect, where business, life, like, everything, man, finances. Like, I think that is the way. It's not necessarily reading, like, Grant Cardone and, like, all these guys that, like, talk about how to get wealthy quick and how to, like, read people and how to read scripts and all this shit. I'm like, no, that's cool, but I don't think I'm... I don't know. When I heard him talk about this, I'm just like, oh, that's the way. So he has a book he wrote called The Buddha and the Badass. And uh, I'm like, I'm going to download the book. I'm going to download it because I do think the way he talks about intuition and how to run a business based on intuition and how he holds his employees accountable, he's not like this slave driver, but he's also like, I don't accept mediocrity. He's like, I want everyone to be passionate. I want everyone to think, have some ideas. Like Whether you're produce and immediately or not like oh you can check all the boxes and do this just run through the motions is not so much as important as having ideas and operating off intuition and yeah. understanding that you can uh the, the the answers are there you have to get to a place within yourself where you start to trust yourself more because when we get secure it's easy to just go off scripts off of formulas to do yeah. certain things but yeah. when you're going off intuition now you're trusting yourself yeah. and um you know it's the merge between like listening to the universe I don't even know like what is intuition bro like where does that even come from you know what I mean like that's
1: part of it. That's, that's that's it that's one of the uh that's one of the god given gifts you have bro that we all have um it's the higher version of ourselves. it's the it's the the inner guidance that we have we all have it mm-hmm. innately it's part of us um i believe that you know what i mean it's it's uh it's the subtle um the subtle voice that we have to help us to like make decisions based not so much on. Off- off of what we see with our eyes or what we feel with our hearts, you know what I mean? So It's not what you know, it's what you feel. It's a higher level of awareness, that's what it is. It's, it's up there. Intuition is up there with clairvoyance of smell, sight, touch, taste, all these different things that happen on a, on a higher level. Um, that's all part of it, like when you, as you begin to develop yourself spiritually, your intuition becomes stronger. Your psychic ability becomes stronger. And that's primarily a focus around intuition. Um, I'm
0: going to get obsessed with it. I feel like. You want to get obsessed with it? I think You're I'm going get... to get obsessed with it, man. I feel like. It's good. Yeah. After I heard him talk, I'm like, that's what I need. Like, I feel like I've already been leaning towards that way, just not knowing, like, exactly what was happening. Yep. And now that there's. He put it in words. I'm just like, oh, I can train this. I can, like, get better at this and that's I rather go that direction than to go the direction of listening to like all these coaches and all these uh experts about you have to do this you have to say this you have to you know be like this and like no let me let me I want to I want to trust my intuition and go with my gut I just got to understand like how do you really apply that so I thought that was powerful, man. I listened to that, and I was just like, I was really into it, man. He had, he was actually on Jay Shetty's podcast called On Purpose. Okay, um, check it out. His name's like Vision. I forgot his last name. Vision something.
1: This is on Jay Shetty. I can look it up. Yep, look it up, dude. Will what do, about man? you? Um, well, you know, I was listening to I was listening um, to some. I'm always in a personal development, as you know. And I I had heard uh, um, this this uh, idea or, or this viewpoint about the broke you know the the, the broken or rich right what's the, what's the difference in how they think and what they say and something that really stood out to me man was that um, uh, broke people right or just people that aren't rich basically what do you um, call rich though like, yeah, yeah, the, the yeah, yeah that so that's what I'm saying so we're talking about uh, well, well, well well let's let's go ahead. let's not say rich let's say wealthy people. Financially wealthy, yeah. People that okay. can live, people that have developed enough resources beyond what they need to survive financially. Got financially, it. right. So that's what we consider wealthy. And one of the one of the the, the differences between people that are wealthy and people that are not wealthy, right, um, is that people that aren't wealthy always ask, um, "What does it cost?" And people that are wealthy always ask um, what is it worth? Right? What's the value in it? Mm -hmm. And it made so much sense to me, man. And this can apply to anything in life, but, um, it's things are always going to be hard, but people that aren't wealthy or that aren't super successful always say, man, it's how hard is that? Or, or, or or what do I got to do? Or, or how long I got to do that? And we worry about the, 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 um, the basic stuff. But people that are really successful don't say, don't look at how hard it is or how long they got to do it. They just ask, is it worth it? What's the value of it? If the value was worth it, then I paid the price. That's it. And they just go with it. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm telling you, man, I'm, I'm listening to this. I'm like, man, that makes so much sense. And because even in even, even my own life, you know, I'm not as ultra successful as I want to be. But when I look at my own viewpoints of stuff, hey, man, I look at the price, man, how much that costs. Hey, wait a minute. So you, that you you say success as it's this universal
0: term, and like you can be wealthy, but like do you think like they're living a
1: better life? Well, if it, you're financially wealthy. I think that um, if you look at if you look at a life with 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 wealth and a life without wealth, the life with wealth is a lot better. No, that's not. I'm not saying it's 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 um it's not uh, full of 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 obstacles for sure. They are. But um, Steve Harvey said it best. He said, "When you have money, emergencies become inconveniences." Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you have money, right? And so once well, you got money, but you don't have love, you don't have you don't have people
0: you can trust. Like well, Steve that, Jobs, probably one of the most successful people. Like you said, who's a successful person? You probably see Steve Jobs. He died on the hospital bed with his daughter hating him, bro. Like he didn't have yeah. any friends. You know he he revolutionized technology like the the way we operate the way we do music cell phones like he did that bro with a certain laser like focus sure he was very successful at that but would you trade
1: your life for his with all that success and money well it depends man it depends because here's the thing remember steve jobs was famous because of he's a visionary I'm not saying he was a good dad or a a good mom or whatever like that. So we can't really... like. he operated off intuition. Yeah, he operated off intuition, but that was for business. We don't know what he was like at home. Now, obviously, he said his daughter was, you know, not liking him and stuff like that. No man's perfect at all. But Mm -hmm. I tell you what, when Steve Jobs is successful, Steve Jobs has a choice on how he wants to mend and rebuild those relationships in his life. Now, Steve Jobs... Did not feel at the time he wanted to mend those uh, relationships with his daughter, or with his family. That was his choice. But once again, that's that's not, nothing to do with wealth or 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 his his vision for for um, Apple. Nothing to do with that. The choices that Steve Jobs made with his family are his own personal choices. So we can't mix the two and be like, oh man, Steve Jobs successful, but he had a crappy life. Well. Yeah, Steve Jobs is successful as a businessman. His life, those decisions are his personal decisions. You know? Well, yeah, but if you define
0: success, you got to talk about how you define success. For example, like I always challenge anyone that says like, this is a successful person. Look at that person and
1: say, would you trade your life for theirs? Well, here here it is. Here it is. Here's the best example. Here's the best definition of success. If you're working towards a predetermined goal, you are successful not if you get not if you get the goal you're successful as long as you are working towards a predetermined goal you in that moment are successful because you're moving towards towards a goal now when you get that goal okay you've attained that goal if you stop after that you are no longer successful based on his definitions you have to then, and this is one of the things that people don't understand, is that once you get a goal and you get to that summit, you can have some fun and party and enjoy the accolades of your success. But here's the thing. If you don't, at some point, begin to set a new goal and look for a new mountain to climb of some sort, you, by law, will begin to decline. Here's so, the thing. Get
0: rid of the word goal and trade it with expectation. I the best, The best the best definition I've heard of success is someone said it's your the gap between your reality versus your expectations so I don't know what everyone's goals may be different that's why I'm gonna say right. goals but the life you expect but like your expectations because your expectations always change so your reality what's that gap between your reality and your expectations that's where you're at in success so if you're far away then it's like all right i got i'm not successful like my idea i want to be a hollywood movie producer for like i want to produce the next avengers one day you know like but i'm not even i'm not even in like nowhere in that circle so like i'm i'm definitely not successful but like yeah you you reach those expectations or an expectation is look i want to be a family man i want to have one boy one girl i want to take a two-week vacation every year i want to make 100 grand a year i want a loving wife and i just want a solid 40 hours a week
1: that expectation you hit that you're successful bro see i that's that success. i know but here's the thing i don't go i don't subscribe to that i don't subscribe why with, not so here's you define why you find your success but i don't subscribe but you have to get somewhere to be successful I think that you are successful as long as you're moving towards where you're going. But how you gonna tell that other person that if they don't feel well, that well okay well then, well then okay yeah well then everybody has to adopt their own definition of success. I on, in my life I found that if you wait for if you wait for something external to happen before you can be happy, then you're gonna be miserable into that time. You may die before you hit your goal. You're gonna tell me that you're not successful until you hit a goal. What if you don't make it? What if something happens to you don't, you die? You're gonna die a miserable person, but well, in this definition, if as long as you're moving towards a goal, like if you're staying still, then you're not successful. But if you're moving towards a goal, let's say you want a family man, whatever you're taking steps to have kids, you're building a home, you're you you're, you're 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 planning, you're doing the stuff, and you're moving towards this goal. I mean, if let's say you know your partner has a problem with having kids and you're constantly trying and going to the doctor to find out things you could do to to to, to, to make it possible to, to have a child. All these things, in that moment, that process, you are successful.
0: So, you so are you, a success. What if that person dies before that happens? You, you may, maybe he's just like on his deathbed in the hospital and he's just like, ah, I died a failure. I didn't my... <laughs> no. And you're like, no, you're successful. <laughs> like no, no, I don't no, feel that no. way. So you
1: can't make me feel that way, bro. Well, you know what? You can't and, apply your definition <laughs> to me. Okay, okay, okay. You know what? It's everybody has. I'm telling you what, what, what the def, what definition makes the most sense to me. Now your definition is different, of course, and that's, that's good. As long as it makes sense to you, brother, I would just say that type of definition makes sense to me. And if somebody was to die or be dying, on a death man, and say, <laughs> "Oh, they're a failure," then you know, I'd probably tell a man. Um, you know, you should read this book, Norman Vincent Peale, you know, the the power of positive thinking, man, and and maybe reanalyze your life, you know? know? If you're in your deathbed tomorrow, would you regret anything?
0: Would you feel like you did enough? Would you, Why would you feel?
1: Uh, If I was on my deathbed, I probably would regret some things. Um, I think that if, uh, there's a lot of things that I procrastinated on, and, and, and in those areas, I wasn't successful because I stopped pursuing goals in those areas um, and if I was on my deathbed, I would uh, I would have liked to maybe operate it differently in those areas that I procrastinated in. So yeah, of course yeah, I mean I would be happy about a lot of things too in my life, but there are some levels where it's like, hey, um, kind of what we talked about last week, um, just taking advantage of what you have and utilizing it and maxing it out whatever it may be, you know what I mean I mean, there, there, there would definitely be something them points, but I, I I must say, so long as I'm 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 laying down goals, and I'm working towards those goals today, right now, in this moment, I am a success, and I and and that that mindset for me keeps me moving towards the goal. Now, like I said, like everything else, Michael Jordan said it perfectly, bro. You remember Michael Jordan? He said, "Man, it's one thing to get Michael on, Jordan? yeah, it's one thing to get on top." It's another thing to stay, to on, stay top. on top. Yes. yes, and that's the thing. Once you get the goal, when you make it to the top, to the top of the top, baby, it ain't over now. Yeah. You now think you the motherfuckers happy, dude. The most Jordan? competitive dude in the world. Like you can't lose the game of ping
0: pong. You got yellow ass eyes, smoking cigars and shit. Like you... those yellow I mean... eyes.
1: Those yellow eyes is genetics, bro. That's <laughs> genetics. <laughs> that's that jaundice, comes bro. That, come, that comes from <laughs> that comes from the motherland. That comes from that's in your blood. You yeah, got, no, he's, he's a go for sure you got, yeah. oh
0: dude you know what Like, I don't want to wrap up yet because I was going to ask you about something Um, on the same podcast oh I know you're big on affirmations mm-hmm. and one thing he challenged on that podcast which caught me off guard and just like huh he goes
1: affirmations are BS wait a minute Whoa. Watch, yeah, your yeah, yeah. watch your mouth watch your- <laughs> Michael Jordan said that he said that no, this guy, Vish- Okay, Vision okay, Vision, listen, Vision, I'm coming for you, okay? You he said me? the better way to see said when you when you speak
0: affirmations, I am happy. I am happy. I am rich. I am healthy. I am whatever, bro. He's like, the moment you say that, there's a voice of doubt that'll start to appear in your head that will tell you otherwise. He said the better way to phrase it is why am I so healthy? Why am I so happy? Why am I so wealthy? Like he said when you ask a question your brain it basically creates this uh, Okay. it creates this internal dialogue that supports it as opposed to when you say it you or you claim it it starts to doubt and I'm just like ah, and I've actually been trying it for like the last couple of weeks I heard it. Um, You own that now, ain't you? Look at you. Look at you. You done changed your life. You know, I'm open. I'm open-minded. I'm open-minded. So um, I just thought it was interesting to you said that, man. And I'm I'm definitely going to listen to his book. Because I felt like he just had some... He has some theories about things that I haven't really heard before. I really want to kind of explore a little more. Okay. But I know Mm -hmm. you're huge on affirmation, so I just kind of wanted to know what you thought about
1: that, bro. Um... I want to move to weekly intentions next because just to make sure we're staying on track. But I, I, I there is something to that that I would say because I remember Tony Robbins saying, um, or even Tony Robbins, but even Brian Tracy saying, when you ask yourself a question, your mind will come up with an answer. So if you ask yourself, why am I healthy? Why am I successful? Your mind will then begin to look for reasons to support that question. Why? You know, or how? So I think there is some validity to it, but I have to look into it. But um, there are... There are some there is some validity to making assertive, uh uh, 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 absolute statements to yourself too as well, you know. But like I said, we'll 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 talk on that, you know, a little later on, man. But I want I want to touch back on there. Um, yeah, let's do it. But for weekly intentions, man, uh, what have you what have you been intentional on this this week? I mean, I know it's been crazy, but is there anything that you've really kind of like took a conscious a uh, 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 focus on and say, look, I'm gonna do this. Uh, this week, honestly, man, I felt like I've
0: been, and it's, maybe this there's a bigger conversation than this. I feel like I've I've been failing okay. at other aspects of my life because I do think in order to you talk about the Steve Jobs, the Michael Jordans, Kobe Bryant people that didn't accept nothing less than greatness and we talked about this on a previous podcast before like there is a certain imbalance that you have to accept true in order to achieve that true and don't get me wrong I'm nowhere near on that level I ain't even close to it bro I even close true but my life has been very imbalanced the last in- imbalanced imbalanced the last imbalance. couple okay. of weeks and um I've only, I haven't had, I haven't set intention. My only intention has been like, go harder, go harder. I can do this, go harder. And uh, I've, I've compromised um, or sacrificed some other aspects of my life. Like, you know, quality time with family and, you know, just everything outside of work. And... I'd say that to say I haven't really been intentional. My only intention has been like continue to like ride the momentum and go as like hard as possible. But I do recognize and I feel it. I feel like I'm in balance right now. Sure. But I have to I have to um, you know you talked earlier like about having um, planting seeds. Are you talking about that on the podcast where those seeds kind of represent like having a toolkit of of uh uh um, things you fall back on when you feel yeah. a little out of balance where yeah. and i'm just like yeah i gotta i gotta start digging in my toolkit man because i've learned a lot of things but i'm very like off balance right now i'll be honest with you
1: it's okay hey man listen i always appreciate your honesty Paul.
0: um hey dude all i have to tell is my story man i ain't here to like i ain't here to give people fucking like i got all the answers because and I'm like Kanye West, I ain't got, you ain't got the answer, this I ain't got the answer, bro. <laughs> ain't, no. All I can do is tell, I just hope people relate to it because this is, this is all I got, bro. Like, I ain't, I ain't like some saint. I don't have all the answers. I ain't here to give like advice and wisdom, but I will tell my story and maybe some people resonate and we can work through it together, you know? Yeah. I'm gonna yeah, work it out and I'll yeah. tell
1: you how I got out of it. Yeah. Um... Well, you are intentional on some things, man. I mean, you're intentional. You know, you're really focused on uh, on um, being success, you know, success in your career and stuff and moving that. And that does take a lot of energy, man. So, um, I mean, I can understand if, if, if you know, you put in a lot of focus on that. But, bro, you have to balance it out. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I I said, you know, last week it was a little rough. I started meditating. I started taking some time, to you know, for solitude. I started praying for myself, being grateful. I started praying for other people. I started praying for the world. And it really brought me down, bro. It really ground me. It really, it really, it really um, took a lot of uh, stress and tension out of my heart, out of my mind. And it's a beautiful thing, man. Um, mm. And so, yeah, you 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 have your your intentions um, to to be successful in your career and to drive and and to do all that. But um, just a suggestion, just a suggestion. Um, You know, take a little time to stop and smell the roses, brother. You know, take a little time to just uh, appreciate things, man. Um, Maybe you can even let's say, in your goal while you're out, um, you know, helping, you know, you know, when you're out conquering the world, man, uh, take a moment to um, pay a compliment to somebody. You know, take out, take out, take out five dollars, and make it a point to see and give that away to somebody you may find on the road or something like that. Whoever it is, you may see them on the road on the freeway. If your intention is to give that person something, give it to them. Not because they're going to take it and go, you know, blow it or whatever, but because the act of giving and, you know, part of receiving is giving and just little, small, little intentional things that you can incorporate in your day um, could help you out, man. And it could help you just to, to, um, to soften up that soften up you know um the weight that you may put on your shoulders from working man and, and, and going after it i know you a hustler i know you know but you, but uh-huh. you know you, you you have to you have to just be intentional about that too brother so hopefully you can yeah. do those little things man and, and get it in your in your life uh because you got a great heart bro you really do paul
0: you got yeah, a great sure, heart man
1: yeah. you really do yeah you do too
0: man you know one thing i did um I have been, actually. I have been intentional about like when I I drive a lot. When I drive, I turn off everything. Like even like the podcasts and uh, audible books I've been listening to. Like, I Wait, turn baby, everything off. You turn and off the I broadcast? only drive. Well, I listen to this from back. <laughs> you
1: better not turn off my podcast.
0: I um I've been intentional about driving in silence. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah so, there you go. I, I've been intentional about that lately because I'm like, okay, this is my time like i don't have to take a call right now yeah you know, i do end up taking a call but i'm going somewhere i drive in silence solitude and, uh, yep. and that's it yeah like, there that's you go. my only like good long time yeah
1: yeah there was a there's a guy uh in norwalk i see him he has a sign his sign says um i will i i, I make money to pay my kids i'll wash your i'll wash your windows for 25 cents cool guy I seen him a couple of times. He's out there washing. Cool guy, you know, like just out here doing a twenty-five cents ain't nothing, bro. Come on, but he's out there doing it. Good attitude. I have not given him any money yet. I've passed him two or three times, but every oh, time but he never washed your windows yet. No, I mean, I mean, I'm usually working in my truck. You know, I mean, you can't get right. up my truck and wash something. But I haven't given him any money yet. But the last couple of times I've been watching him, he doesn't know that. But i've had the intention already to say i'm gonna keep some money on me and when i see him i'm gonna give him a tip that's not 25 cents i'm gonna give him a generous tip for the days that i saw him and didn't give him a tip
0: he doesn't know that he doesn't doesn't
1: know that he doesn't know that i'm giving him i'm giving him 35 cent he's gonna love it bro (laughs) (laughs) no but i'm gonna hook him up man because i've been watching him and um you know, I've really, I've really, uh, I've really noticed that. And I like his attitude, even though I've never said nothing to him. Every time I've seen him, I've just checked him out. He was with other cars and he talked to people. He's real, you know, you know, he's really, he's, he's, he seems like a good guy, man. And my, yeah. my intuition yep. tells me it's the right thing to do. So I'm going to do yeah, that. Yeah, bro. i um, listen to that. What about you? What have you been intentional yeah. about? So my intentions, man. So uh, basically I've been, I've been working on building a better vision for myself in my life. I think that, uh, like, goals, um, they change. Your vision, it may not necessarily change, but you do need to get more clarity with your vision. And for me, man, I, I'm, mm. I'm not that person that has, like, a, a crystal clear vision. My imagination is so vast that it's all over the place sometimes. And I've got to, like, hey, get the idea, get that idea, get that idea, put them together, and hold them together. Um, yeah. But I've been working on... A better vision for myself, a better vision for my family. Um, I've, I came to the realization this week that my family deserves a healer, a leader, and an entrepreneur. And so, those those three things have been um, something that I've I, I've decided that every family should have in some way. I don't care if. You're the entrepreneur, you, 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 you girl's mom is a healer, and 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 you know, you're a leader, you know, or whatever. But I think those components um, hmm. together in any family could set the grounds for uh, a successful environment. Hmm. And um, in my family, man, I, I think that um, those are some of the the responsibilities that I wanna take on. I've been a I am a healer. Um, I've healed before. I just kind of got out of it. Uh, I do consider myself to be a leader. Uh, I've led myself many different things, but I would like to be more intentional about it with myself and my family, and an entrepreneur too as well. Um, You know, some some big things are happening in my life, and I feel that uh, it's important to uh, build my value. You know, you know, for for, for the family and and, um, and for myself too as well. Uh, and so, I've just been intentional about at incorporating those things into my vision for myself and for my family. And um, it's a, it's been a real good source of, of of strength and inspiration, man, through these times, bro, for me. That's dope, man.
0: I, those those three things are super important. I think we yeah. can have a whole other podcast just talking about that. So yeah. we gotta. I want to get back to you all that.
1: For yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's right. been some, it's some, some deep stuff, man, that's been happening. But we can talk about that later. You know, yeah. so um, just to, try to stay on track here. Okay, so Paul, 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 listen, my man. Um, you. We're coming a little bit close to the end, but we have to talk about what was powerful. Was there anything that you you kind of came across that you say, yo, that was some hot stuff. Anything?
0: Damn, I, think we,
1: like, I think we, I think we talked about that. I think uh, with the whole intuition thing. You know? Okay, that How? was that was a powerful. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. which is powerful. I will, uh, I will tell you, man. Well, the thing that kind of stood out to me also was I was listening to Arnold, Arnold. Uh, Arnold who? Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he had I a whole. I look, listen to me. Okay. Get the way. Get you the job. <laughs> uh, okay that's my impressionation guys so that's what it is but um he had the speech man a long time ago he talked about he talked about um, just different things that led to his success in his third point he was saying amongst a, a, a few other things don't listen to the naysayers have a vision he said work your butt off work and work and work and work and work and man he said there's no shortcut you have to work um and it just hit me a little more than normal because every now and then, we always hear that you gotta grind, get after it. But when yeah, right. Arno was talking about it, it just sunk in. And I think it's because um, lately I've been, I've been, you know, stretching my entrepreneurial wings a little bit and, and and and, um, and you know, developing me a business on the side. Yeah, and, and from there, like the term work your butt off, don't be afraid of work, don't go around work, 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 work. It really kind of hit home for me, like, man, you know, like that's that's uh... you got that Jamaican butt,
0: though, bro. It's gonna be hard to
1: work off, man. Huh? You got that Jamaican butt, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, it's gotta, it's, 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 uh, it's got a nice, it had a nice, um, just, it just, it just, I don't know, it just, it just went right into the brain, bro. I was like, man, like, come from Arnold, and I don't know, just how he said it, and I was just like, man, you know what, that's, uh, that's it. Um, and that guy's tussle, man. He,
0: he learned how to, he came here poor immigrant. How to speak English, watching uh, TV, like became Mr. Olympia, like come to governor, California, like love him or hate him, say what you want about this man, but he is self made and he did a lot of shit. Dude.
1: Yeah. It's I mean it's great man when you listen to him man and you listen to what he was saying. Um But yeah, he was saying, work your butt off. And he even even quoted something from Ted Turner, which I have to look him up. But he said, Ted Turner said, work your butt off and then advertise. He said, work, 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 work your butt off. And then go and tell the world what you did. Whether it's a business or you're starting a, 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 or whatever it is. Work, 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 and then go and spread it. And I was like, man, that's it. And, um... It just really hit me as something powerful, man, to hear from Arnold. And uh, you know, I admire the guy for everything he's done—good, bad, whatever. Terminator, bro, come on, seriously! I said, let me stop everything because you it's want just, muscles. Not just you that, got some muscles, bro. not not just that, bro. It's the it's the mindset. You know, he said t- he, one time he said, if you go into the gym and I ask you what are you in gym doing and he goes i want to lift weights so that i can look good for the ladies he said you're a loser you're gonna fail get out of here you're not gonna make it he's like if you come coming here if you don't got a passion to go you want to look good for the chicks you it for summertime you're, you're not gonna be here in six months get out of here you don't belong here and i was like Yo, oh, that's solid he was like man Bro. you gotta have a goal and it's gotta be it, it's gotta be a goal that when it hurts like he said like Muhammad like uh Muhammad ali was telling him, um when you know how you know how do you know when you're, when you're doing well he said i don't start counting until it starts hurting Bro, wait to- you know that's that's just, you can apply
0: that philosophy and i believe it should be applied for most things man like even look at this <laughs> podcast for example i'd be like there there's only been like 25 views so we should probably stop doing it no man that's not the reason you do it like we we record because look we enjoy having conversation. We feel like our conversation is good enough that other people can benefit from it. Yeah. And whether it's it's five people that get a reaction or a hundred, like if you ever think about if you're if you're not putting what you're doing first because you're thinking about the reaction first, then you're you're in it for the wrong reasons. Like anything, yeah. anything, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Anything.
1: Yeah. yeah. I I 120 percent agree with it. So uh, that was the powerful thing. I was like, yo, thank you for that. And I tell you what, man, one thing that I do um, in my life is uh, whenever something like that happens to me where I I listen to something and it hits me, I always thank God for it. It's a subtle Mm -hmm. thing that I do in my mind, but I also always thank God because I feel that when I think on things and um, I may want inspiration, I may be looking for inspiration of whatever it may be. When that comes to me, uh, I always give the praise and the glory to God for bringing that into my life, right? God knows, God knows like, you know, Derek might want some inspiration. He may be looking for a message to help him in this part of his life. And so, lo and behold, I'm gonna put this video in, in this stream so when you hear it, that message, through Arnold was gonna to get to Derek and it's gonna be what he needs to keep him going forward. And so I always kinda of, um always trying to um give grace give um acknowledgement to God, man, and just thank him for that. So that's another thing that I do uh to keep me grounded and to keep me humble and to keep the burden on my on my shoulders a little lighter, bro, when I can just put that, put that there, man. Oh, you know what, Paul? As a matter of fact, let me tell you something, too. One thing about the weekly intentions... I know, we got to go back once, but we got some time. One thing I got to mention, too, as well. What I've been also doing for weekly intentions, and this is a subtle thing that I want to tell you guys. um, Before I talk, before I do things, I, I, uh, I ask God to be with me. And I do a little prayer. And in my prayer, I ask God to uh be with me even now even now like as i'm as i'm saying it i'm feeling it right now um but i'm gonna tell you i ask god to be with me and to um give me the words um that i need to speak to reach people and i also ask um people that have known me um People that may have known me and, and, and but they're no longer here anymore. I ask those spirits, I ask those people to be with me, to, to 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 guide me and um to be here with me while I speak to people and to put my best foot and my best words forward. And so I do this little prayer just to center me, man, and surround myself with love and God so that when I speak, it comes from the heart. And that was something that I I um I intentionally started doing as of last week and i've been doing it and i did it today too as well but i forgot to mention it but that was a subtle thing man that that i do so when i when i'm here talking to you talking to the people it's not just me i have uh a group of 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 spirits and the spirit of god with me while i'm talking so it, even though it looks like i'm the only one on this page i'm really not it's crowded in here you know what i'm saying um And so when I think about it, it makes me feel good now just to talk about it. So just something else that I've been doing with Weekly Intentions. Man, that's dope, man. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, so. All right, bro.
0: So maybe we should start
1: wrapping up, dude. We keep this
0: a reasonable length. What do you got for, uh, I guess, just to wrap up, final Final thoughts? thoughts. Final thoughts. Um, Man, there's a lot that we can just get absorbed with you know i i uh larry who was on the podcast he sent me a video there's a video of a guy uh shaver i forgot this happened in 2016. he basically gets executed by like swat team yes. in the most horrifying manner bro like horrifying i didn't finish the, i didn't finish the video um it's one of the saddest fucking things I've ever seen. And I was like, right before they killed him, I said, nope, I'm not gonna watch.
1: Where and is he at? He was in, where was he at? He
0: like, he like in scene? a hotel or something, bro. And the SWAT guy was giving him these instructions like, put your hands on your head, lace your fingers, cross your feet, put your head down, keep your eyes down. One more moment, i fucking you. Like, shoot you, I'm gonna kill you. Um. Apparently, at the end, he makes like, and the guy's terrified. He's like, okay, please just don't shoot me. I don't know. I'm terrified. He's trying to listen to these instructions. At the end of the day, the guy still fucking kills him. And I'm just like, oh my God. I didn't watch, I didn't, like I said, I didn't watch him get killed because I was like, I know, I, you know, and this is just like the wrap up. Like, protect your psyche, man. Protect your mind because you can absorb so much negativity and at the end of the day, it's going to make you very angry. It's going to make you hateful. It's going to make you have enemies that probably aren't necessarily the enemy like you're gonna have uh uh, indiscriminate hate and it's important it's a fine line between knowing what's happening being realistic being clairvoyant like being aware from being too aware to where that's all you absorb and and now like you're walking around upset all day over something things that have happened in the world so I would say just protect your energy, you know what I mean? Like, definitely be aware, definitely speak up when you see certain things happening, but don't go down that rabbit hole of watching, like, this just history of atrocities because, you know, your, your mind is so powerful, man. Your mind is the most powerful thing we got, man. Your mind can make you or break you. And it's important, like I said, to be aware and be realistic and know what's happening, but it's also important to protect your mind, protect your psyche, protect certain things, certain imagery, especially, because imagery, man, that shit can be unseen, yeah. things you see, protect that, you know, um, so yeah, man, that's just some of my final thoughts, dude, because I, I yeah. thought about that, and I had that conversation, just like, and I refuse. like, in that moment, I made a conscious decision, like, nope, I'm not going to see that, because yeah. I'm not going to be able to unsee it, and it might, you know, we talked about mental health earlier, dude, shit like that traumatizes you, man, like, yeah. You can't unsee certain things. You don't know what's gonna stick.
1: Yeah. Hey, you know, th- I mean, there's been times, man. Like I told you, where I have saw some stuff, and I-, I remember the other the other week, man, where I had to like, I had to stop getting on Facebook and watching videos because you got people, man. Four hours of police brutality, like press play. I'm like, I don't want to see all that. You know, like you gonna make me like, you not want to go outside. But um, yeah, we I spoke about it, Paul, and I told you I said to watch your energy, man. Um, I'm glad you were able to stop yourself before getting into that because you know you there's a little bit of like the emotional and you're like you're like like what's going on Um, but I would agree too. I would say watch your psyche guard your psyche if the video ain't happy don't want it it's enough I don't listen you know I don't need to see another person be brutalized or whatever like that to know that um, things got to change I know things got to change we are working towards it now but I don't wanna see, I don't wanna continue to bombard my psyche with things that are gonna bring my energy down. Right now, with so with there's so many things outside that keeps our energy down, we need something to keep our energy up. Tell me something positive. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's unfortunate how these people are died in this manner. But this is why this revolt was happening. This is why we are doing this uprising. But all the stuff that's going on now, we got enough stuff to deal with, bro. I don't wanna see don't come to my door with any more stuff that's going to bring me down and it's going to add more to the problem that we're trying to get out of. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yes, guard your psyche in all ways. That's one of the reasons why I don't always like stay tuned to the news and stuff like that, because man, too much of that stuff, bro. I'm telling you to bring your energy down, down. So I'm glad you are able to kind of like stop it before you, you, you saw that cause you're right. You wouldn't be able to unsee that. Um, If you can't put God first, try and understand that um, the world is going through a transition right now, but put God first, guard your energy. If it ain't something that's gonna help lift you up right now, stay away from it. There's enough stuff that can bring you down. We don't need extra. No, I don't need no more toppings on the side of the negative cake. Sorry, no more toppings. Got enough. <laughs> I got a negative cake. I don't need no topping, no icing, need negative nothing cake. else extra. I don't need, yeah, I don't need a a a, a, a cup of a a a, a, a negative a, a smoothie to go with my negative cake. I got enough. Thank you. Need no more. And even the people that I send it to you, tell them, listen, guys, don't circulate negativity. Get that out of your mind. Get that out of your out of your presence because that drains your energy. I tell you one thing too, Paul. I tell you guys another thing too as well before we wrap up. You're right. The words are so powerful. If you read and watch videos and images and read stuff that are negative, the words can drain your energy. Just reading something negative can drain your energy. Watching something negative can drain your energy. So, even if there's like no I words... Said, there's a fine line to it. There's a, yeah, there's fine, a fine line. line. There's, there's, because, look, right.
0: if things aren't recording, you don't see it, then there won't be the outrage, there won't be the motivation to, like, make a change. True. So, you can't have one without the other bro sometimes but I'm just mm-hmm. saying like you have to understand like you can't take in too much of it no you, you can't do need, I do think some of that imagery is a powerful change agent so you know like like if no one saw 8 minutes and 46 seconds of a cop kneeling on the back of George Floyd's neck and we probably wouldn't be where we're at right now bro but but so, let's,
1: let me ask you this that SWAT when did that video happen? that was 2 years ago that's see that's we don't care about that. That's I mean that happened, that's unfortunate. But here's the deal. When that happened two years ago, you didn't know nothing about it. So that's yeah. done now. That's done now. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's there's no reason to bring a two-year-old video now. Now, where happened yeah. with George Foreman, I mean George Foreman. George <laughs> Floyd. <laughs> Jesus. George Floyd, that's current. Yeah. That happened. <laughs> George Floyd would have from knocked people out. But but um what happened to George Floyd was recent. That was Memorial Day. That was that was here. I don't need to know nothing about no atrocities that happened two, three, five years ago. Come on now. So, you know, keep in mind. Yes, we have enough. We have enough. We have a negative cake. We need no more toppings, bro. Nothing else. So please, (laughs) guard your energy. Guard yourself. God is good always (laughs) and in all ways. We don't need no seasoning on that Foreman Grill, bro. Nothing, nothing, (laughs) nothing. No seasoning, bro. It's done. All right? We're trying to get rid of it. Okay? So... No, um, no. that's all I that's got
0: man. alright all man well let's go ahead and wrap it up bro this has been another episode of Beneath the Surface until next time we can see you guys uh, next week peace okay guys peace